Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Hey, Britt. Hey, Sam. How are you today? I am doing well. How are you? I'm good. Did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did. I did. I did. Well, we talked, I think, all weekend long, just kind of taking care of some stuff with clients and family. And so <laughs> I feel like we've been debriefed a lot on each other's weekends. Yes. Yes, you're right. You had a big weekend, though, this past weekend. So tell us a little bit about that. So, well, a big weekend for my son. It was his birthday party. We had a bowling birthday, and his birthday was actually the week prior. And Kind of a funny work story. I think I'll, if you don't mind, I will tell a kid story on the podcast today. Um, we, Brittany, we're closing some deals. We have clients that are just close to the finish line with some awesome brands. And always when you get that close to to making a major life-changing decision, there's things that come up and you know we have to deal with a few things there. And so I'm talking to the brand president, going ahead and talking to the CEO of the development company, and it's my son's actual birthday. And I'm in our bedroom talking. And he comes in and he says, who are you talking to? And I said, Nick from, from Repham Group. And he said, it is my actual birthday. Who is this weirdo, Nick, this weirdo <laughs> you're talking to? Poor Nick called me from an airport. It was – everything was going bonkers. And I just – and it was like, please get out of here. Tried to lock myself in the bathroom inside my bedroom. And like, it is my birthday. That weirdo called you on my birthday. It's a national holiday. You know, everyone should know. I just think it's funny because you look at that and we always talk about you go into business for yourself for more time. And, you know, you still have those moments of parent guilt, certainly in, in going into business for yourself. Poor Nick. Poor Nick. Did he ever think he'd be called that weirdo? I don't think he anticipated that as a title. You know, you can't have the mom guilt though. My mom and I talk about this a lot. You know, she was a franchisor and so she spent the majority of my childhood traveling on airplanes, meeting with prospective franchisees, supporting existing franchisees. And I remember her, you know, telling me stories of, oh, it was awful. I missed your first day of second grade, or I missed this birthday, or I missed this milestone. But what I tell her is, I don't remember any of that. I, do, I don't remember any of that stuff. I just remember thinking that my mom was incredible. She was this rock star that was building a company. And, you know, I would color at her desk on the weekends when I was, you know, three years old. I have those memories getting to be in her office growing up. After school, I'd go to her office and do my homework until I went to dance class. So it's it's more of those memories of getting to watch her build her empire. That's what's going to stick with Max, not you talking to the weirdo Nick on his birthday. <laughs> And I, you know, you always hope for that. And I think that is truly what happens at the end of the day. And I think a lot of times as business owners, you try to do it all and you try to be everything to everyone and you can never win when you do that. Um, and I do think that's a great segue because we're going to talk about balance and the next guest that we have has built a business on balance. 
I would love to welcome my friend, Shannon Reniger from the owner of Body Bar Pilates, Alpharetta, Georgia. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're so excited to have you on today. Sam's told me so much about you, but I'd love if you'd share your background with our listeners. You've had a really interesting career path that I know has now led you to franchising. So can you tell us a little bit first about your background and kind of what led you to franchising? Sure. So um, let's see. I spent probably almost 20 years in a corporate marketing role of some sort, which I find very hard to believe because I still feel 29. So I don't know how I did 20 years in corporate America, <laughs> but apparently I did. The resume says so. Um, so I worked in different types of corporate marketing um, and public relations. I did that for a startup to begin with, and then I moved into a Fortune 500 company and then went into another Fortune 500 company. And one day I was just honestly burnt out. I worked 50, 60, sometimes 70 hours a week, started to realize I didn't really like marketing anymore. Um, and that was everything that I had done in my professional career. So I had joked for years and years and years about one day I was just going to say, you know, forget it all. I'm going to retire. I'm going to get my Pilates certification. I'm just going to teach. I'm going to move to the beach. And that's that. And I can't even remember exactly when it was. But one day I signed up for it was a website, GeorgiaBusinessesForSale.com. And I just started getting these ads for different things. And I was like, oh, that would be fun to own a spa or, oh, that would be fun to do X or that would be fun to do whatever. And then I saw that there was an ad for a Pilates studio. And I thought it was something different than it was. I thought it was a, a studio that I was familiar with that was right down the street from my house. And I was like, look, I can actually have my dream. I'll just buy that studio and take over and do that. And that'll be great. I can quit my job and I'll just do this. And then I picked up the phone. I actually got Sam on the phone or she called me. Something happened. Somehow I found Sam. And Sam's like, yeah, it's not exactly what you were thinking. It's a brand new franchise. Um, they're trying to come to Georgia. Here's all this stuff about it what do you think? And gosh, it was probably three months of conversations, questions, things, meeting with folks at the franchise. And I was just like, you know what? Why not? Let's just do this. So that was February of 2020. And I signed on to buy a few locations of a franchise and open a Pilates studio. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't had a clue what I'm doing, but I love it. <laughs> I mean, the timing on that, when I think back, it really was wild, you know, and, and I remember getting to know you at that discovery day and having a white claw in the, in the lobby of the hotel with you and just, you know, you talking about your corporate career and, and some of those things. What was the catalyst? What really made you decide, yep, I'm doing it. I'm going to be a business owner. Um, 
It was, I think it was a multitude of things. Cause when I was in my twenties and even in my early thirties, I was like, the thought of owning my own business is something I do not want to do. I was like, I loved knowing that I had a paycheck coming every two weeks, no matter what, it was going to be the same amount. So I could plan around it. Um, I liked not having the responsibility of worrying about whether or not we were going to make money so that I could pay my employees. Um, so I did everything that I said I didn't want to do. <laughs> so it's kind of hilarious. But I think one of the biggest catalysts was I realized I was working a lot. I was working a lot of hours. I was putting a lot of stress on my body. I was doing a lot of worrying. I was waking up in the middle of the night thinking about things. And at the end of the day, none of them mattered. These were big, huge companies that I worked for. They were going to be fine whether it was me doing all these tasks or not. And I'm like, why am I sitting there making myself miserable and working for people that maybe I'm, they don't have my best interests at heart? So why am I concentrating so much on this when I'm not happy? And so it just kind of, one day I was, like, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? So here I am. <laughs> That's great. Well, I think it's awesome that you kind of took the leap of faith and and really, um, you know, cared about what you wanted. You wanted to be happy and you really believed in yourself to make that jump. You know, as you've looked at franchise opportunities, you know, what were you looking for? What was important to you as you evaluated? opportunities? I wanted to make sure if I was going to do this, that it was a brand or service or something that I would actually utilize myself. So that was very, very important to me. I wanted my target demographic to basically be people like me because selfishly, if I'm going to open a business, I want to be able to use it. So you'll see me at my studio three and four times a week in class. Um, but you know, it was one of those things where it's like, if I'm if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to do a passion business, if I'm going to do something for fun, it wants it's got to be a place where I want to be and a service I want to use. I like that. Sam and I had an episode recently where we talked about kind of passion versus profit, and do you how do you decide what type of business you want? Because there are things that people aren't personally passionate about. No one's personally passionate about trash and toilets that Sam and I have worked with. But <laughs> I think it's really fun when people look at brands that they can be both personally passionate about and have great success in and leverage their skill sets. I mean, the fact that you've built an impressive career in marketing, I would imagine that's a lot of how you've been able to grow your business is kind of marketing your business. Um, yes, we've definitely done that. Um, and for me as well, like as far as growing the business, it was very, very important to me because we're service oriented and because I wanted to create this community of people to be very, very focused on our community. So we've spent the last year, cause we've been open a year and one month now, 13 whole months. Um, so it was very important to me to make sure that we ingrained ourselves in the community that we're at. And that's 
a focus on how we spend all of our marketing dollars. It's trying to be as hyper-local as possible. So you really, you started this in January, February of 2020. You opened about a year ago. So you had a year build out process and some of those things. Walk me through ingraining yourself in the community, you know, getting this build out done, doing all these different things. What has that process looked like for you for the last 24 months, 25 months since you truly started it? Well, let's just say three weeks after I signed all of the paperwork to buy this franchise, um, we got a nice little global pandemic that shut down the world. So I went from super excited, I'm going to go and do all of this great stuff to holy crap, the world just shut down. What did I do? But that was scary and it changed a lot of the plans to begin with, but we were lucky because we were on the front side of the pandemic. So we were able to take advantage of maybe just openings in retail spaces that weren't necessarily there before because things had been shut down. We were able to take advantage of not knowing what was going on to be able to build out so that we made our studio 100% COVID compliant before we ever opened because nobody knew how long this was going to be. So when we built everything out, we were six feet apart. We had medical grade air purifiers put in because we knew that we were a fitness studio and most people don't like working out with masks. So we were figuring all of that out before we opened. So we were luckier than a lot of people who were already open and trying to figure out how to deal with a pandemic. Um, so when it came to actually getting ingrained in the community, it was pretty hard at the beginning because nobody was going out. So there were no festivals. There were no like stores where we could go set up a booth and just kind of start talking to people because people weren't out. And we were opening in February, so it was cold even in Georgia. So, you know, we had a little bit of a difficulty there, but we got around it. Um, we were very good with my general manager, who quite honestly is a gift from God. Um, she's very good at talking to people and doing our Instagram and just getting us kind of connected to people in the community through social media. So that was really how we built our community up at first. Spent money on digital advertising in our local region. You know, once our sign went up and we actually had a storefront that people could come to, they would call and say, can we come and look? And it's like, yeah, we don't have reformers in yet, but sure, come look. We have walls. <laughs> you can see what it's going to look like. So, you know, I think that was kind of how we got ingrained. And then now, you know, we've built this wonderful community of people that come in. They talk us up on um, Yelp and Google and they talk us up on their social media pages. They tell their friends, you know, we any local event that we can get into. We have a table there. We try to be present. We we do what we can, because even though. I don't actually live in that town. I'm about 15 minutes away. And Jen, my general manager, she doesn't live there either. We still want to be as much in our community as possible. The rest of our staff, for the most part, barring a few of our instructors, do live in the community, and that helps too. 
The community involvement piece, I think, is so key to anything that's going to be service-based and customer service-oriented. So that's really smart that you guys have kind of ingrained yourself in the community. I also like that you talk about your manager being key. And when we're talking to our clients, we talk about the fact that you've got to find good talent. That's part Mm -hmm. of it is having a good team in place that you can trust. So, so happy for you that you've been able to find somebody that you really love and that you've been able to rely on. I'm sure as a new business owner, there's a ton that you've learned. So what is something that you wish you would have known before you started? If you could go back, what, what do you wish you would have known? Oh, gosh. Well, I knew I wish I had known that there was a pandemic coming, but I think we all kind of wish that. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> I might have told Sam, hey, can we just wait, you know, give it a couple of months. Let's see how this like COVID thing is going to wash out. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I I feel like if I could do it over again, I would ask a lot more questions. I felt like I asked a lot of questions, but I think if I could do it again, I would ask even more and I would ask the things that I think I thought I knew the answers to because sometimes you just don't. Um, So I think that's one thing that I would definitely do again is just just make make more questions. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners are currently in process exploring franchises. So what types of things do you wish that you felt like you knew that you had a really great grasp on that you wish you would have asked more questions on? Um, I think processes for one thing. Um, When you buy into a franchise, you buy into a concept that you think is kind of fully fleshed out. And I didn't know anything about construction, for instance. I mean, I watch HGTV two or three hours a day. So, you know, I think I'm a general contractor, but in real life, I'm not. And um, so, like, it was great that the franchise could hook me up with, like, a contracting consultant. But then I wish I had asked more questions or maybe realize that I could ask questions because now that we're in the studio, it's little things like I wish that this door wasn't here. I wish it was actually on this wall because it would make life easier to go in and out of our little office space if we didn't have to go into the studio. But I wasn't aware that I could actually challenge what we got from the architect. So when I build location number two, now I know, oh, I can do that. Um, so it's things like that, that, you know, you, I wish I had realized that I did have some power within some of that to make some of those changes, even though it's little stuff. Like I wish I had said that there, I need 17 times as many plugs in that studio as we have. I wish I had sat down with the, um, you know, the electrician and asked that, but I thought that because it was a franchise that it had to be set in stone. And I've learned that there is some wiggle room for some of those things. Um, I think, you know, another thing you have to really ask yourself, it's looking internally, but I, you have to sit down and really ask yourself, what am I good at? And what am I not good at? Because it's going to come out real fast. If you're not good at something, the second you open the doors, So I've been very, very lucky, like I said, and that my general manager, Jen, she and I are good at different things. And somebody had told me a long time ago, 
hire people or work with people or have people on your team that do things better than you. Like there's some things that you do better than them and hire people or work with people that do other things better than you. That way you're not spinning your wheels, but also, you know, you can, you can go your own way. But like, I wish I had been a little more honest with myself and realized that just because I have an MBA, I really can't do bookkeeping. I tried it for like seven months. I messed it up horrendously. Thank God a bookkeeper came in and fixed it. But, you know, it's little things like that. Like, I wish I had been honest with myself at the beginning and just spent the money and been like, you know what? You don't know what you're doing. Don't pretend like you do. <laughs> and then I, that's kind of it. I mean, I guess, too, you just have to make sure that you kind of surround yourself with people that have your back and ask you honest questions. I think that gets back to knowing what you're good at. For sure. Sam and I laugh about that all the time. There's so many things that I have zero skill set in the marketing, the social media, the any of that stuff. I'm clueless, I'm useless, you know, and we definitely have learned the hard way that you've got to bring on experts. We have tried to save a buck here and there and end up spending double and spinning our wheels. So I think it's great that you're only 13 months in. And you're already recognizing some of that stuff. You just gave some good advice to our listeners, but what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? The best piece of advice that I've ever received is probably you have to do things that scare you every once in a while. And I had spent most of my life, I mean, I've been a I've been very blessed in my life with my like upbringing, my career, you know, I've never struggled or wanted for anything. So I'm very, very blessed. And I recognize that. But I also somebody asked me when I was going through this process, and it kind of gets back to surrounding yourself with people that, you know, support you. This was somebody that wasn't even like a really good friend, just an acquaintance, somebody that I spent time with. And we were just talking about this opportunity. It was a group of people and they just looked at me and they were like, have you ever really ever done anything in your life that just scares the crap out of you? And I was like, no. And they're like, why not? And I was like, oh my God, why not? And so, you know, you, you can't grow unless you do something to change who you are or what you're doing. And that's scary. So I think that's my biggest piece of advice is every once in a while, you just have to do something that scares the crap out of you. I love that. I love that. And I, I think business ownership is equal parts terrifying and exciting and exhilarating. And you can experience all of those emotions within three minutes of, <laughs> of the other. And yeah. I think that, you know, it's, we always say it's not always sunshine and rainbows. That's not how it's going to go. But I do think if you're not scared, you're probably not thinking big enough or you're not getting out of your comfort zone enough to make a change or make a difference. That's such a great piece of advice. Now, we talked about franchising, what it's done for you, different things there. What really is your personal compelling reason for being a franchise owner if you had to boil it down? Um, I think honestly, it's, well, the thing I enjoy the most, and I don't know that it was necessarily my compelling reason for doing this, but you know, your reasons for doing things and then the joy that you get out of them are not always the same. 
Um, Because my reason for doing it was really to like shake up my life. Um, But what I have gotten out of this is this fantastic community of people that come into my studio. And I, you know, I took an even bigger leap because Sam, you know, when I was originally doing this, the plan was to run it um, kind of semi-absentee, hire a manager, keep my real job and you know, just have this as a side gig. And so taking that leap of faith and saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm never going to be a business owner for the very first time ever again. So why not do it all in? So I did that. I quit my job in January of 2021 and full-time, well, kind of full-time at the studio. Um, I go in the studio four or five days a week, but actually I'm lying. It's more three or four. But, <laughs> but what I love the best is all the people that are in there. We've had folks that have been with us from the very beginning. We've had folks that have been with their, us after, you know, a few months. But everyone who comes in has such a positive attitude. And so even if I go in a little cranky or grumpy, I see their faces and it just makes me smile. We've had folks that have come in that were, you know, bad posture from working at computers all the time, hunched over, not in their best health. And now they come, you know, bopping on into the studio. They look 10 years younger, happier, feel better. I have people pull me to the side and they're like, you know, this place does change your life. And for them, they're meaning more physically or, you know, they've met a couple of friends in classes. But for me, it's like, it's really changed my life. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does. And, and that's what's super exciting about it. I love that. And I remember, you know, I, I worked on the Body Bar brand and one of their things is embrace the shake and they're talking about in class, but I think you've embraced the shake as a business owner and really just taking that to the next level and being able to, to really take all the shaking, COVID, a build out, all of the things that you've done. And that's something to be so incredibly proud of, Shannon. And I'm, I'm so grateful for you to take time out of your day to spend with us and and to talk to other business owners on this podcast. Yeah, thank you. I did write that down. I was like, as another piece of advice, I was just like, even though everything gets hectic and crazy and some days you sit there and you're like, what on earth did I do? I was like, every every once in a while in a humble manner, you know, you have to just be proud of yourself. It's like, I, I did this and it's okay to be proud of yourself for that. And I had to kind of learn that for myself, but for other business owners, if you make this leap or people thinking about it, if you make this leap and you do this, remember, take time to be proud of yourself. What great advice. And you have so much to be proud of. I mean, what you've been able to accomplish over the last couple of years. So congratulations. We can't wait to continue to watch your success. And thank you again for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much. So if you want to learn more about business ownership, feel free to email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow us at the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. If you're so inclined to rate us five stars, that would be greatly appreciated. You can find us on Instagram at FranPath, 
Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting or on our website at franpathconsulting.com to get your free business assessment. Have a great week.